0: Those clothes,
1: ah, this red jacket you mean? What do you prefer the green one, Nauta? Hmm? Hmm? You like the other version, huh? Uh, the castle of Caliostro version, huh? When did you become such a hotshot preppy type? Anyway, Monkey Sensei prefers the red one, you know. No matter what he
2: says now, we can't do anything about it. Hey, hey, where are you going? Nautakun, Nautakun. <laughs>
0: tuning japanese a podcast where three dudes talk about anime and he'll go and die to prove he loves you he's matt you know yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) and he looks great in red or a green jacket he's andy i don't think i've well i know i've owned a green jacket
1: at one point i'm not sure i've ever actually worn a red jacket before
2: well i'm visualizing it and it's true Thank you. I
0: appreciate that, man. You should go fix that.
1: Guys, I'm going to go buy a red jacket. I'll be back. Okay. Are you going to take off
0: your uh, pants and jacket? I might, but after the recording. And I'm good. And I'm the true Pirate King. I'm Bill. He is the Pirate King. (laughs) That makes a lot more sense than what happened at the end of the episode. So (laughs) yeah, that, yeah.
1: I would believe you to be a Pirate King more than whatever the hell happened, like, who was declared Pirate King in this episode.
0: Well, he was. It's like, all of a sudden, it was One Piece. <laughs> I, I think we have discussion on that, but that's kind of a spoiler. To, like...
1: Yeah, yeah, well, we should wait on that. We should wait on that. Hi,
0: guys! Hi! Hello. I'm full of ice cream and eggs. Mm. I am uh, full of some whiskey and bologna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what are you full of, aside from shit? Just that I haven't eaten
2: anything so far today, but I have to poop. <laughs> <That's> all. <laughs> We're all just creatures
1: constantly eating and pooping. That's just that's just our lives you until know. we until we no longer do either. But which one do you do last? Uh, probably poop. <laughs> oh, this week we are here with an episode of Fooly Cooly, episode
0: five, I believe it's called Brittle Bullet. Yes, which is a weird title. It's actually kind of a cool title. Yes, like if there was an anime called Brittle Bullet, I would at least check it out. There
2: probably is an anime called Brittle Bullet. <laughs> well, there is, isn't, I find out about it. The Japanese title is uh, Bura Bure, which is short for Buraito Bureto, which is Brittle Bullet. I'm learning things all the
1: time with our with our brand new Duolingo session from from Matt <laughs> once again this week.
2: New from
0: Duolingo, Matt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I owe I owe the I owe
0: that one to the uh, director of commentary on my old DVD that I perused earlier. Do you want to not be able to conversationally speak Japanese, but at least know some some things about the anime you watch? <laughs> Try Duolingo mm Mat. Mm-hmm. Not super in depth, but eh, you'll get there. <laughs> I am happy to provide just
2: a nudge in the right direction. You get what you put in, <laughs> just like a sewer. And life. Speaking of putting in, um, I mean,
1: <laughs> we got to put in some effort this week as we are talking about this episode of Fooly Cooley. We only have two left, somehow.
0: Yep. Fooly Cooley. Yep. I'm so
1: shirt. <laughs> it's very shirt. Anyone got anything to talk about? All I can think about is Pokemon that comes out on Friday. I'm taking Friday off, not to play Pokemon. Well, I mean, yes, uh-huh. but but ultimately, uh-huh. I'm taking it off to prepare for our uh, Friendsgiving, which is that weekend. Interesting. So uh, helping to, to make and prepare some food ahead of time for, for
2: Saturday. Uh-huh. And then also play lots of Pokemon. There's one thing we need to at least uh, bring up, I think. And that is the passing of the voice of Batman, Kevin Batman.
0: Conroy. Yeah. More iconically Batman than almost any other actor playing Batman, really.
2: Yep. Kevin Conroy is my Batman forever. Agreed. Agreed. I'd have to agree as
1: well, honestly. I think of all the different actors and voice actors who have uh, put on the cowl, so to speak, it's he's the one that is, like most ingrained in our sort of consciousness.
0: Yep. Uh, we also lost Gallagher. Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? So the watermelons are happy. <laughs> <laughs> Watermelon stock
2: has plummeted, though. <laughs> <laughs> now he's up there annoying the angels by smashing watermelons all over heaven. I would fucking God! F- I kind of want to die right now just so I could see that.
0: The first three choirs will get wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good! Oh, that's so good.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think he'd appreciate that joke. I hope.
0: <laughs> I. He's gonna be upset as hell when he finds out God's a watermelon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Get on YouTube at some point this week and watch a Gallagher stand-up thing because I has been a long time since I've seen any Gallagher. Yeah, me too. I watched a lot of Gallagher as a kid for some reason, and I have
0: no <laughs> Same. idea. Same. I have no idea if it holds up or not.
1: Oh, and I'm sure a lot of it went over my head.
0: Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Although he wasn't particularly dirty, though. No, but
2: I'm sure I didn't get every joke. Oh yeah. I, mean, I hope it's not like uh, disrespectful to say such a thing, but uh, Kevin Connery was 66 uh, when he passed. Yeah, cancer. He, he, he was
1: about oh, with uh, cancer that that and, ra- kind of ramped up really quickly.
2: Yeah, they they like
0: found it out that Thursday or something. I think they said.
2: Yeah, and I just want wanted to say that passing passing away at at sixty six is very Batman because
0: Fair the, the, 60s, Bat- the 60s the sixty Batman TV series six, Batman mm, sixty six. Yep, yep, I got you. Yeah, I so, got yep, you. Yep, Yep. <clears throat> we were talking about Riverdale and some of the weird shit that Archie Comics have done over the years. Yeah. And he had a crossover with Batman sixty six, so, which makes sense, uh, much more so than both both real apparently, Archie meets the Punisher. Yes, <laughs> and, yes, and Archie versus Predator. Yes, I, I I know of the existence of both.
1: Never read an Archie comic my entire life, but I do want to read those.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: yeah,
1: Fun. agreed. But folks, we're not here to talk about Archie. Nope, we're here to talk about Fooly Cooley, episode five. It's Matt's week. Hi. yes yeah hi yes not not you
2: the audience he's uh, matt
1: (laughs) (laughs) matt lead us through episode five i've got it pulled up so i could try to remember and make sense of what's going on okay just just so i can
2: because god this anime just is breakneck the episode begins with the corn is as high as a elephant's eye. And it looks like it's climbing clear up to the sky. Uh, does this make them children of the corn? God, yes. Okay. Probably. <laughs> I didn't think of it. And now I have to smack myself silly. <laughs> but I'll, I'll save that for later. <laughs> They're packing. <laughs> yes. Nauta and Harco are playing... Uh, War games, survival games, paintball, something uh in a field, airsoft of, a field airsoft, yeah, could be. In a field of what I think is corn, but might be wheat.
1: Yeah, some the, the shot where like they're laying on the ground in the foreground what is what looks like wheat here. hmm But uh but yeah, some sort of like they've they've transported themselves to like somewhere in rural Iowa and they're
2: playing war games. Rural Rural. Rural. rural, rural, rural
0: juror. <laughs> yes, I suppose it could just be tall grass. I suppose it very well could be. Uh, y- yeah, yeah, could be.
2: I swear, it looked like corn stalks initially, but uh, they're hiding in tall vegetation, and something's going on. They're surrounded. There's snipers and whatnot. And Harco tells Naruto that he's got to go and die to prove that he loves her. Hey, that sounds like someone's name. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're kind of like thrown in the beginning of this scene here.
2: And in I media think, res, baby.
1: Yes, yes, and I think it's no, it's not quite the typical like confusing. Just because it's fully coolly, it's confusing because we don't have the context for why they're doing what they're doing. And there yeah, actually yeah, yeah. is context, kinda. for this? Kind of, yeah. As
2: much as anything has context in the show, there's perfect, yeah. perfectly adequate fully coolly context.
1: Well, okay, fully coolly context. That's true.
2: Yeah, but uh, we go directly from that to Nauta and the uh, grandfather. Grandfather? Mm-hmm. Who is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, the grandpa. Okay. Yep. I wasn't sure if they were related or not suddenly. But anyway, they're, they're watching a movie parodying the style of John Woo. Get these pigeons out of here! Oh. I man. didn't get that. I thought it was like the birds. Nope. Johnny Woo and his love of putting pigeons in his action sequences. Gotcha. The best... Of course, is from the movie "The Killer in the Church," abandoned abandoned church. If you ask me, which you didn't, but I don't care. I... <laughs> I'll I'll believe you.
1: I will also believe you. you
2: guys need more John Woo in your cinematic, cinematic diet.
1: I need a lot of things in my cinematic diet, but
2: sometime we're gonna watch Sneakers and do an episode about that.
1: Well, I remember our discussion on Sneakers before, and. I like a good shoe, so I'm ready for it.
0: All right, Andy's a shoe in. Bill like, like a like a good <laughs> shoe, State Farm is there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me a
2: nice hot shoeing. <laughs> well, anyway, suddenly, what's now his dad's name? I forget. Uh uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: oh, <laughs> Dude. <laughs> uh, come
2: on, come on, come on. Come on. Come on. Okay. <laughs> come on, come on. Eileen. S- ca- <laughs> shut up. D- don't get songs stuck in my head. <laughs> it's not the time for that. Nauta's dad, come on, smashes into the TV and the- releases the pigeons.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which. They're- the pigeons were on the TV the whole time.
2: Release the pigeons. Uh
1: has Kamen kind of always worn this red shirt that kind of makes him look like Lupin?
0: He, uh, 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 you're getting ahead of me there. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, sorry. I think, I, I think he's he, trying to play. I think he's trying to, like, role play. <laughs> yes. Nauta's dad is
2: dressed like the original red jacket Lupin the Third from the original okay. 70s anime, anime. I got a reference. I'm, I'm happy. You did.
0: Hey. Hey. Hmm. That- I wouldn't be too happy. I got it too. Uh, <laughs> actually, well, that's, hey. that's, that's that's very impressive. If you
2: if you hadn't, I would have had to call you both philistines, or something like that. <laughs> I mean, you still can. Okay,
1: yeah. and no. that and that explains the uh, castle of uh, Cagliostro uh, uh-huh. uh, reference I've never,
0: they make later. I've never even been to Philadelphia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, uh, there. If you didn't know it, there is a fan debate over which Lupin is best: red jacket or green jacket.
1: And they have that debate here a little bit. Yeah,
0: I did, didn't know that at all. It's <laughs> no, I had no clue what that was the referencing. I got, I got this from the
2: uh, from the director from the commentary that, on my old DVD uh, that the the red jacket was originally changed to green in Cagliostro because uh, red was considered a, a low class color.
1: I was wondering if it was going to be like a uh, animation thing, like sometimes certain colors are not used in the comic books because they're expensive.
0: Yeah, nope. <laughs> This isn't the Hulk. (laughs) Lupin's creator, Monkey Punch, always prefers the red one. It wasn't as expensive. It was too hard to reproduce (laughs) consistently.
1: That's fair. So in this crazy-ass scene, he comes barreling into the TV, and at one point, like, his whole ass is sticking out.
0: Yeah, he's he's in his boxers from the... He's all but Porky Pig in it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We also get a a shot of... um,
1: with a, with a boxing glove on a spring? Haruko. Haruko, yeah. Yeah,
0: she's absolutely got a booby trap, JJ. She does, because she, we see it later on, too. That's not how fisting works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. In Soviet we'll get in Russia, I to... beat uh... <laughs> you. I thought <laughs> you
2: were going to cut me off with of that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, sexual punchlines. <laughs> oh, my God, I quit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. thanks and, for listening to change japanese this has been a podcast that is no longer a podcast too many puns never <laughs> no such thing <laughs> to runs up upstairs uh, after that to find uh haruko talking at the cat cat on a phone or talking through the cat yes yep uh, uh, about the poorly going mission or something
1: And I can't tell what has him more steamed, like literally steam is pouring out of his head during this scene. Uh Is it the fact that like she's in a towel and it's like horny or like the fact that he's like, what are you talking about mission and all these things? Although he doesn't even question like any of her words aside from like, who are you talking to?
2: (laughs) It's the towel. Yeah, probably true. Now it is all about the budding sexuality.
1: Yes, that's, that's true, especially in this episode. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he pretty much
2: ignores everything else in this sort of instance.
1: I think he full-on experiences puberty in this episode. Uh, yeah. Almost literally. Yeah. He tells her, why
2: don't you put on some clothes? Yes. Why put on some clothes? So she does. An Elvis jumpsuit. One okay, I thought most. it was
1: Space Dandy at first or uh, something.
2: See where you I can understand why you think that, because uh, Space Dandy was pretty much Elvis. Just a joke, you see. Yeah,
0: it. I I assumed it was an Elvis uh-huh. joke. Makes sense with the guitar. Yes,
2: sign up for her master the guitar in one millisecond class. <laughs> that seems like a too short a time to master a musical instrument.
0: I would concur. I can say the whole alphabet in one millisecond. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bill.
2: Also, Thanks for that. also.
1: <laughs> pyon! Is that is that cat nope. language? Nope. Pyong, is that bunny yep. bunny language? There you go.
2: <laughs> is that what a bunny says uh, in Japan? That's what a bunny says in Japan. Pion. It <laughs> it's usually used to make a character sound cute.
1: I have seen bunnies before. I do not think that they make that noise. <laughs> 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 I contest test this. I don't. Know, maybe a, it's uh, maybe it's the sound when a dog of the dog eats them. They go ah. i
2: think maybe it's the sound of them hopping
0: that makes more sense
2: kind of sounds like a spring kind of boing i i was at a pet store this weekend in rock island
1: and the second i walk in this cat (laughs) wanders, wanders wanders around uh like right directly toward me from like behind the counter and i'm like oh hello cat and like i pet it for a while and then it like started leading me through the store (laughs) it was kind of just like follow me and i'm like i'm just gonna follow this cat (laughs) it was one of of my favorite experiences this weekend (laughs) are you sure it wasn't just walking away and you're confused no no it was like it it was like come on follow me it said that with real words no it didn't but anyway sorry (laughs) what (laughs) what pet
0: stores in rock island
1: hey uh there's the one but kind of by i can't remember the name of it but it's by the old bowling alley that burnt down uh
0: oh it's like an aquarium yeah because it used to like be a bonanza Yes, yes. <laughs> or Honorosa or something. Yeah, something. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, you know, that's kind of, that's a happy little
2: story. I got kind of a happy little story from work too.
0: We might as well okay. go
2: for it. Hey, do it. Like, go for it. <laughs> I was at work last night, and some one of the hotel guests had ordered DoorDash, and the DoorDasher showed up. And what do you know? It was an old friend they hadn't seen in years. Aw, and they had a nice impromptu reunion right there. That's and it cool. It was it was really sweet. That's very nice i I stopped watching when they started hugging, like, okay, I shouldn't be yeah. watching anymore. they're having so a moment.
0: you don't know they went back to the room, huh <laughs> uh,
2: no, <laughs> I know what they did after I know what they did after that on the floor, you know
0: <laughs> In the
2: no no, no no they the, later they I found another guy asleep on the floor, yeah,
0: you probably have a lot of that yeah so i I can't imagine the bullshit you deal with,
2: yeah <laughs> stuff, but <laughs> hey that's enough of the uh all story. Harco names off some great guitarists and Richard Cheese. I know! I yeah, Bill, I that... thought of you immediately.
0: <laughs> I can't believe they called out Richard
2: Cheese. Uh, I'm glad, people, you guys know who Richard Cheese is. Oh, yeah. Uh, I listened to his cover of Weezer's Buddy Holly earlier.
1: <laughs> I also love that, uh, that Naoto's like, you know, one of those doesn't fit the others on that <laughs> list. <laughs>
2: yeah. And, and uh, of course, in the Japanese, they use a whole bunch of different names, but it's pretty much the same thing, I think. Yeah, same idea. And then a, a visual that I love is uh, when Haruko's <laughs> guitar becomes a helicopter prop.
1: <laughs> and, and she just kind of like, the animation is so janky, it's just like a still frame moving around jankily on the screen. Yeah, she poochies. Yeah, she
2: poochies. This is very nice. Lots of
1: fun. And she lands in a very sexual position. Her ass is literally hanging out in
0: one of the shots.
2: Yep. Somehow they end up in Takun's bunk bed, the lower bunk. So that's some real maneuvering to get them both in there.
0: That's the least of my concerns about this point. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, she's she's an alien. We assume. Yeah. I don't know. It's all fucked up. (laughs) Well, anyway, the back of his head jacks up. Yep. A gun hammer appears out of his head, raising him up. Incrementally until he's kissing her. He gets cocked. Mm-hmm.
0: He gets fully cocked.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> uh, dad turns every color under the rainbow. <laughs> Listening to the fake sexual talk until he can't take it anymore, and he challenges nauta to, to a duel. Um, I just
1: paused on an image of him screaming, his dad. There is a cat devil in his mouth in the corner. <laughs>
2: Is that what it was? Okay, I saw it, but I
0: couldn't yeah. There's like a cat
1: with a pitchfork.
0: Huh. Oh, <laughs> right.
1: and it's just chilling
2: inside of his mouth. Chilling. Woo. So there's that. Anyway, there's that. Sorry. Then it's Lupin the Third again. Dad jumps out of his clothes to be at Haruko to be hit by a giant boxing glove from her privates. That's a I'm- reference to the uh, to Lupin the Third Part Two opening from the 70s.
0: The boxing glove. Okay, but right before, right
1: before that really perverted scene, he like put when he when he goes back to Lupin mode, he pulls his gun and does that like behind his back shot and shoots his kid in the head.
2: Yep, very Lupin. It's even the Lupin pose at uh, well, Lupin slash James Bond pose with it in front of his face yeah. like that. I think. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, I'm I'm loving the uh, Lupin references so far.
0: Our shadow commentator that I've been watching the show with usually. Uh, said before we recorded that the problem with this show is I watch hentai and I keep expecting it to turn into sex at any point, it never does. (laughs) Or is it always? Yeah, I mean that's true too. That's like borders.
2: It's subtextual for the most part. Correct.
0: Buzz very porny, but yes, it's it's always on the verge of dropping the subtext. (laughs) <laughs> well, after, after
2: Dad gets bonked with a boxing glove, we get the title card, and as we said earlier, Brittle Bullet or Beratoru bureto. And then we get Nazis. No-sees. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's a straight-up swastika. That's Yeah, it is. Yep. That was, again, the comment was, well, it's a Tibetan good luck symbol. I'm like, not when it's on a red armband on a brown coat, it's not. And I think they're doing this war game stuff, like,
1: at the bridge that... Yeah, yeah, I think so. That they're always at because they're by
2: the water.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not really a duel. It's I don't know what this is, but
2: I don't know because Mamimi's
0: there with her cat. Yeah,
2: yeah, but it's it's uh, it's uh, Dad and Conti versus Nauta and Haruko.
0: Right. Well, if it's for Haruko, I uh, you think she should not be part of the
2: fight. Actually, you're right. She's not really part of the fight. She's just there, like providing support to uh, Nauta because she doesn't yeah, have a she doesn't do any of the shooting.
0: That's true. So she second. has a gun, though. Being yeah, seconds. which she Im-
2: which she immediately gives to him. It's an Uzi. Uzis, Uzi for you and me. Uzi for everybody. <laughs> Are you
0: an Uzi floozy? That's, that's the <laughs> most Texas thing you've ever said. I think
2: <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's the most Texas I've, uh, the most Texas I've ever seen him. One of those was just a reference to Trimmers. I haven't seen that all too long. See one and two, forget the rest. Fair. Uh, there, yes, Mamimi is watching from the bridge, and there's a car nearby, and out from the car comes a giant gun. <laughs> giant sniper rifle. Correct. Just trying to get it, <laughs> it through a, the moonroof. Giant fifty cal sniper rifle, and the gun girl from uh, Amaro's group, wearing some of uh, sort of Russian winter gear, which I think is a reference to something that I don't get.
0: I don't know. I
2: tried to find out, but I couldn't.
0: Other than just, like, the general trope of, like, the Russian sniper. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, what year did Enemy at the Gates come out? I don't know. 2001. Oh, this was near the end of... 2001 is when this episode would have come out, hmm. so could be a direct reference to that, which is all about a Russian sniper. Speaking of references... I love references. We then go yeah. into
1: South Park, which I think is the most meta reference you could possibly make, because South Park does what Fooly Cooly does. Yes. On a weekly basis, right? Like, just kind of bring up pop culture-relevant things. Does it in a different style, a different way.
0: Yeah. And
1: for a different purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, and, but, and but I thought it was fascinating.
0: It felt a little shoehorned to me. Like, I didn't really get the point of why it went South Park.
2: Just because, again, from the director commentary, the staff of FLCL were fans of South Park.
1: And this would have been around the time it was, like, really big. Yeah.
2: Yeah, South Park was aired in Japan through Satellite. satellite. And we've seen them do
1: really experimental things with the animation before in the series.
0: Yeah. That's true.
2: Yeah, so the South Park scene is uh, Amaro in a salon getting a haircut. I think he's trying to get a haircut, a new haircut to impress Haruko with.
0: Yeah, it's like he goes from normal animation talking to the sniper. Yeah. And then goes to South Park when he's talking to the hairdresser. Yep. Back to the gunfight.
2: Now to falls for the old pumpkin scarecrow trick. I hate when that happens. I hate it. Pumpkin scarecrow trick. Mm-hmm. Guess it's better than a
1: blumpkin scarecrow. <laughs> I love the animation here, by the way. That's a good it's, band it's, name. It is fun. Yeah, <laughs> it is a great band name. But the, <laughs> the animation here with him, like getting like trapped under like the, the sticks and all
2: the, the the craziness, like it's really good. It does. Hey, Haruko is just lying there on the ground, though. (laughs) Now just getting a little fed up that she won't help. Now it's time for jokes that did not translate. Hey, (laughs) is everybody everybody ready for jokes that did not translate? All right, here we go. I'm always ready. Uh Lay it on us. Now, the, the original joke was a joke about misreading kanji, which... Did not
0: translate into English. Is that the blue, 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 cobalt blue? Blue, no. blue,
2: blue moon.
0: No, it's something his dad is yelling, I think, when
2: he's rushing at him. joke that doesn't translate is that if you combine blue and fish, you get mackerel. Okay. Instead, the uh, English dub went for a Star Trek reference. That is, if seven of nine size, what do you get? A cyborg. Oh, and then she gets berated for confusing cyborgs and robots.
0: Yeah, I caught that part. Okay, what she's there to shoot? Uh, Conti, the robot. Yeah, only because he's blue. Because he's if he's red, he's. Uh, Adam
2: Yes. Yes. Weird, huh?
1: Very strange. Very strange. The show is very strange. Yes. <laughs>
2: And difficult uh, this, to talk about. Uh, this one's strange in the way I, I like better than the others so far, though.
1: Well, it's better than the last episode. The last episode was dog shit. This one's actually not terrible.
2: Yeah. What happened uh, next? Because my next note is just uh, them, uh, dad, and gun girl floating down the river. There's, like, a vehicle that
1: comes flying down and, like, knocks into Naoto.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it's her car, but it's, like, one of those three-wheel little fucking weird cars. European yeah, European cars. Ah, oh no, no, it's it's uh, it's his friends. Oh, that's right because they're uh, they're delivering liquor.
1: Yeah, Aries <laughs> Right,
2: there. right. Or I think they're bootlegging, really.
0: <laughs> well, it says deliveries, but yeah, they're yeah. Maybe they're they're, de- they're driving liquor for a bootlegger. Yeah,
2: it's like they only drive near the near the they're, river. They're, they say
0: they're rum running. Could be rum
2: running. Hey, that's kind of a guitar. A hey, uh, chains. No, wait, never mind. Wait a minute. Hold on.
1: What? I mean, what a guitar sounds like in this anime. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's true. I suddenly started thinking of Chainsaw Man. Like, wait a minute. A uh, funny face on Gun Girl. I love funny faces. And then kaboom! Yeah,
0: because yeah, she, she bats the bullet back into the gun, I guess. Yes. That was the understanding I had of it.
2: Yes, and then Dad's running with a couple of long-barreled Lugers and gets smashed into by Gun Girl. And then they go floating down the river. Yes. Old Man River
0: at Old Man River.
2: So uh, Naota sends Conti off for some drinks. And then his friends tell him about all the rumors going on around about him. That yeah, he's a robot commander. Guess where they're... I think these kids have been watching Neon Genesis Evangelion or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's... What's that's
2: probably... the deal with that? <laughs> Suddenly, I really want Seinfeld to tackle Evangelion.
0: Also, the um, the popsicle <laughs> is uncomfortable. Everything's uncomfortable at the, about this uh, yes, episode. Yes, but the popsicle, the popsicle is enough to be called out on its own, though, because she is, like, straight up deep throat in that popsicle. Cla- classic sexualization. I love the brief,
1: few second scene of Conti flying off. Yeah, yeah. and he's just—he's just—he's just like way up in the sky, and they're just watching him. I love that. I just, I so weird. I
2: love it. Time, time little, flew away.
0: It's a little thing.
2: That yep. Yeah, Again, another an image of a gun hammer pulling back. Yeah, he because uh, he's
0: feeling cocky. I think. Yeah.
2: Yes. Now it is getting cocky. It's a very American
1: symbolism there that like, ah, guns make me powerful and a man. I
0: don't know. I think guns have always been a penis metaphor.
1: That's fair. I mean, think of uh,
2: Megatron.
0: Everybody step back because I'm about to turn left and I don't want to
2: smack you with my dick.
0: Vegeta. <laughs> Vegeta. <laughs>
2: Haruko shows up out of nowhere. She rubs herself all over Nauta. Oh, she she totally like titty dives. Totally in. titty dives Nauta. <laughs> 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 she does. She hits him right in the head with her boobs. Yes. And what's his name? Gets a penis face. You got a penis face. You got a penis it, face. It, who
0: gets a penis face? What's his name? Nauta. Not, not Marty McFly, but the other kid. The of the two friends are hanging out in the car. The one on the bottom. The bottom. Oh. He, yeah, uh... I remember her name is. I remember her name is right?
1: Yeah, it's Aerie. That was from like episode three. I
2: don't remember the other two though. Because I remember them, but not their names. Aerie yeah. gets a water gun for some reason. It does. It's, it's her prize a for gift.
0: winning eating the popsicle. The, what? She said, when she finishes the popsicle, she says, "I won." Yep. And then he like, <laughs> and then he gives her something and says, "It's a prize." Is it like when uh, when you have like a sucker and
1: you get the the the, the Native American with the with the star and the and the bow and arrow? And you're like, that. That the urban legend was you're supposed to win a free sucker?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What? Okay, I don't know. But this she... one,
1: you win a free water gun?
0: I don't know. Maybe this is some kind of, like, popsicle game in Japan that we don't know about. The best gun is one that squirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. And it's Japan,
2: so that's the only kind you can legally get. It's having these airsoft guns. Yeah, so they got airsoft.
0: Okay, forget what I just said. Air... <laughs> Airsoft, paintball, hot glue. Hot glue? <laughs> it's a, oh, It's a gun. <laughs> Woo. Uh, sticky, sticky, sticky. Yes! Oh.
2: And Aerie's looking through the water gun, and she sees Mamimi on the bridge, and the kitty cat waves at us. It's cute. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> I don't know. Haruko looks up and sees Mamimi and uh, has a reaction. And then Aerie squirts Nauta with her gun. <gasps> And for some reason, what comes out of the gun is a break card. How y'all doing?
1: It's Andy, it's the break card. It's a Friday night, and I am editing this episode that we recorded probably almost a month ago at this point. Thank you for tuning in to Tuning Japanese, and thank you for sticking with us as we go through fooly, cooly. We've got... Our episode 6 review coming up after this, and then we have our finale, because we're only covering season 1 of Fooly Cooly, so season 8 is going to be one of our shortest seasons of all time. We've already recorded episode 6 and the finale. We had a great time on the finale. You know, I know that's like two episodes ahead, but I think you're really, really, really going to enjoy our finale discussion. One of the things that we talk about is kind of comparing this anime to the other Studio Gainax anime that we've covered, which is Neon Genesis Evangelion and Gurren Lagann. Lagan? I can never say that anime's name. Anyway, a couple episodes from now, I think you'll really, really, really enjoy that. And we had a very amazing time just going through that particular episode and talking about the series as a whole. But we've still got to get through this episode and episode 6. And we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us here on this episode. You know we have a Patreon, right? Someone? Anyone out there? Know we have a Patreon? Patreon.com slash Tuning Japanese, where you can get all kinds of bonus content, bonus episodes, bonus physical rewards that we'll send to you. All kinds of stuff at Patreon.com slash Tuning Japanese, including our Tuning In series, which is one of my favorite things that we have ever done here on Tuning Japanese. Hopefully you are enjoying those preview episodes that we have up. I think we just released another one of those, our review episode on Attack on Titan went up on our feed a little bit ago, so hopefully you have had a taste of that and you want to get more of those episodes and more bonus content, head over to our Patreon. Or if you can't do that, support our show in other ways. Tell your friends, leave us a 5-star rating and review. It's the holiday season. Be giving. Give us the gift of a 5-star review. I've had wine and I'm rambling, so I'm going to get us back into this review of Fooly Cooly and try to make sense of what the hell is going on. Take care, and have a fantastic day. Hey, we're back from the break card, and we're in a truck. We're we're motoring along. Aerie has her gun. You're in love, Charlie Brown! Oh! Aerie's got a gun? Aerie's <laughs> got a gun. Everybody run!
2: Oh my Ari's god! Aerie's got a gun! It's a VHS. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I have got a few of those hanging around here. Okay, like a few dozen. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a select
1: number of VHS that I'll watch. But I don't have sometimes. a player that
2: works for him anymore, which is sad. I do. It's
1: my my workout area has one. So sometimes I'll just like throw in an old VHS. Hey, you back to the show. I have I have Dick Tracy that I purchased that I have never seen. I've never seen Dick Tracy. You've never seen Dick Tracy No, Nope, but I'm gonna watch it soon.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Watch it. I love it. It's great. Okay. Nauta is hitching a ride with his buddies in their truck. And the conversation starts about Nauta's brother. And love? Who loves his brother? Well, Mimi does. There's a lot of relationship. Just relationship talk, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, we get that weird scene where Mamimi is like pointing those two guns at her head when she's like, "Oh, you like drinks
2: with pulp now?" <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, don't point guns at yourself. It's bad.
0: Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, even if that's an airsoft gun, that's really a bad idea. Also, you notice now that it goes to uh, goes full Kenny. Uh.
2: He does. Yeah. Yes. 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 I did. Oh. Okay. Full yeah. Hmm.
1: I see it now. Yeah, we get a conversation about people liking people... Okay, you
2: know, I got confused. Uh, it's Nauta's not... It's just Nauta's friends are in the truck talking about uh, his love life. Right. And Nauta, well, Nauta's with Mamimi.
1: Yeah, Nauta's with Mamimi, and he's getting cocky again. woo You said it. That's how I wrote it down. <laughs> She's visibly upset with him, and we'll get more on that in a minute. After the sniper vomits...
0: For a
1: while, <laughs> gotta have sniper
0: vomit. Gotta got have sniper side boob. That's some that's that's some under boob, really. That's it's yeah. it's that's Sunder Sunder boob. <laughs> that's Australian cleavage. <laughs> yeah, <you had>, go <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> down under boobs.
1: Oh my god, that's the that's totally the title of this episode.
2: <laughs>
1: Australian good. cleavage,
2: good one. <laughs>
0: I I didn't make that one up. That that's just a thing. Oh, <laughs>
2: okay. Well, news to me. So good enough. There's puke, and then Dad floats by to remind her that cyborgs and robots are different. Then Conti shows up, and she's terrified. Yes. Then Haruko shows up at the salon,
1: <laughs> dressed up again, dressed up as like. Pro- she's probably like a naked salon person somewhere. Although I feel like
0: yeah. she's yeah. just
1: wearing the, the nurse's outfit again.
0: Yeah, that's what
2: it seems like.
0: I mean, he's got his eyes covered. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, she,
2: she's at the salon with Ar- Amaro and she's trying to like waterboard him or something. <laughs> and she says something that alerts him to the fact that it's her because he can't see her at the moment. Should, should a we make it fully Cooly color? That's right. About his hair color. And then he's like, oh, it's uh, whatever the name is that he has for her. And then
1: and he shoots her in the head.
2: Or at least shoots at her head.
1: I mean, he's got, like, point blank and pulls the trigger, but uh, apparently she, she must dodge. She, she vashes We it.
2: know she can vash it. And then it's See, gun versus straight razor. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm... I think I'm more scared of a straight razor.
0: I think viscerally you understand the pain a straight razor caused better. Like, very few of us have ever been shot, but Fair enough. Oh, we we've, we've all cut ourselves pretty good at some point in our life. Yeah, that's true. It's like it's scarier to be stabbed with a screwdriver in a movie than it is to be stabbed with a dagger. All right, right? I don't know. That's my thought.
1: I don't. I mean, it 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 definitely has more intensity to it. You're like, ah,
0: a character on a TV show being killed by dogs is worse than a character being killed by wolves. mm Hmm.
1: Oh, speaking of guns to heads, yes, Mimi is
2: also. Cocked and loaded, yep. Said, "Not a in the back of the head." Uh, my Mimi praises Nauta, and he goes all oh, Kenny from South Park. It's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she's praising him, so of course the uh he gets cocky again. Yep,
0: not subtle, not, not subtle all. imagery.
2: No, <laughs> yeah. not in the least. Uh He's he wants to uh, take my Mimi somewhere. I think. Yes, he wants then to take uh, her out on a date. Yeah, then it's back to uh, Gun Girl, who's shooting at Kanti. Uh, and again, someone... She's got a little uh, screaming figure inside her mouth. I don't know what to say until we get to the part where Amaro is shooting, and she's using the straight razor to slice the bullets in half. That was cool as shit. That most was. Li- that's most likely a reference to Goemon from Lupin the Third.
1: Okay, okay.
2: The uh, Rather than being... Hollow points? These bullets are just plain hollow. Mm-hmm. They're, uh... At least as far as I can tell, that's what it's supposed to be. That's the idea of hollow point, I think.
0: I think that's what they're supposed to be. I thought they just had a divot in the front. I don't think so.
2: Are,
1: are they meant to be, like, go travel faster because they're lighter? Is that way?
0: No, it's uh so they mushroom out and do more damage to the body when they hit them. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Got yeah, got you. yeah. That's that's why hollow points are considered so dangerous, because... Um a bullet will rico- ricochet around inside of you when it hits you, but if it's a hollow point, it'll basically flip itself inside out and turn to a little saw blade.
2: Alright. Uh, um, Amaro uh lets some stuff slip about how they have to take out Kanti before Medical Mechanica or MM as they call them make uh their move. Because they're if they activate that plant, the planet is in trouble. Right. And then he mentions how uh when Kanti turns red, it's Atomsk. Or Adamsk, as he says it. I think it sounds better as a Tomsk. I think you gotta, you gotta, you gotta tweak the beginning because of the ending, I think, you see. You gotta put the emphasis on the right syllable. There you go, absolutely. The insane gun battle continues. Are we at Café Blue yet? That's where, yep, we got Nauta is running with Mamimi and they end up at Café Blue... Uh, shut, And between that, we see Gun Girl sees that Conti was really just trying to help her up. The scene is really cheesy. Café Bleu, 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 cheese. I Bleu cheese. better serve the coton Bleu, or I will burn the place down. <laughs> the coton Bleu is my most favorite sandwich. Is that true? Yes.
0: <laughs> and it's what we vampires like to say. Bleu, bleu, bleu. <laughs> Do we totally just like skip over the fact that she's shooting from the end of her guitar?
2: Uh, yeah, that's kind of intermixed here. Kind of. I was about to get there when my okay. note that says that as Mamimi is talking to Nauta, we get Haruko and Amaro having a slow-mo gunfight and her guitar is
0: the gun. Yeah, and she's like strumming it to make it shoot. It's That's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. It's <a> really
1: <laughs> neat. And if you pause, like, on her shooting, yeah. it is some of the most demented eyes I've ever seen drawn on yes. an anime character.
2: <laughs> as another thing that I'm assuming might be sort of a uh, reference to uh, the Robert Rodriguez movie uh El Mariachi. It's possible. Or the okay. second one. Whichever one uh had the guns in the uh guitar case. Wolf Mariachis? I think the first one.
0: Yeah. Something.
2: It also kind of makes me think of Wolfwood. Of course. Yes, yep. there's some Wolfwood there. Mhm. I'm sure it's less that than the other thing that there was their intent. So this
1: conversation between Naoto and Mamimi, yes. Like I do not like Naoto here. He's like, and I, he's he's being boy pushy. He is. He's kind of just like, you're supposed to like me. Why don't you like me? I like you, and she's like, you, but you don't like. Yeah, I like I like your brother. So. Yeah, he was all
0: awkward about it for so long, and now, and now she's
1: kind of like, well, maybe the reason I was acting the way around you was because yeah. I miss your brother, and that's and that's that, and like. It's uh, I don't I don't know. I mean I get it. He gives kind of a
0: he gives kind of a pervy smile too about it. He does, because he gets cocky again. Yeah. He gets the cockiest he's ever been. hmm Cocked and locked and Yeah,
1: he um the gun goes off yep. and then his forehead goes off. He unloads. <laughs> and becomes a giant finger with buttons on the side.
0: I don't think it's uh... a finger.
1: I think it's Well, it turns well... into like a giant hand initially it's a dick initially it's a dick because we get the scene of like the the um
2: shoots right through Mamimi's legs
1: oh yeah and we get the sniper chick watching it and sure she's got hard eyes yeah she's like ooh, i think she's
2: uh looking at conti
0: well i thought she was looking at the d i thought she was too i think i hope
2: okay i hope <laughs> she's look, i think i hope she's looking at conti because he turns out to be a,
0: a nice robot and amaro and uh, haruka are like arguing about it just <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I giggled.
2: <laughs> do you guys hit it when you lose your eyebrows?
0: Yeah, yeah, that sucked. <laughs>
1: re-
0: oh, no, it's so true because it I, did happen to you. I remember that happened. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh. will do that. <laughs> it's hard to laugh now. Yeah. <laughs> Losing um, your, can, using your eyebrows <laughs> isn't anywhere near as bad as some of the other side effects. Like, like your balls stick to everything when there's no hair on them. <laughs> he didn't just lose his eyebrows here, he lost his forehead,
1: chubby?
2: Yeah, Haruko performs a little magical girl ritual or something. and a, I don't little, get what's going on there. A little forehead dildo pops out of his head. So,
1: he, so she can turn into, like, a bunny girl?
2: Yes. Uh, we'll explain this in a moment. Okay. The bunny girl
0: off and I think she's
2: Sailor Mooning. Yeah, I'll she's tell you definitely a, Sailor Mooning. I'll tell you in a minute what's what she's okay. doing. Please. She performs a magical girl ritual off screen and then this little dildo pops out of the guy's head, then she
0: pulls it out and kinda mentions how now it is. does this bigger. It doesn't look that phallic when she first pops out, it's just like two prongs. But then she grabs it and she pulls it. Yeah. And then it absolutely looks like a dick in balls. Yeah. Another sexual jo- obvious sexual joke. And the guy's like, what does this
1: grade school child have that I don't have? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like,
0: that's
2: uh, a valid question. Apparently an
0: enormous hog.
2: And eyebrows. <laughs> and <Yeah>. eyebrows. <laughs> so uh, Haruko flies off. And then when we next see her, she is dressed as Daikon Girl from Daikon 4. An early animated thing from the people who eventually
0: formed Studio Gynax.
1: Oh, uh, is okay. this like the weird like character from like the uh, convention thing?
0: Yes. Okay. I-, I didn't know why she was yelling Daikon, to be honest. I I was like, is that a radish? No, that makes total sense. It is a radish. Yeah, spelled, <laughs> uh,
2: spelled with a K, it's a radish. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so in the Daikon animated video from 1983, three or around yeah. there yeah she was wearing this same outfit fighting a bunch of things
1: there's definitely some evangelion here too because this monster is making its way toward the building yeah and they're like we can't let it touch the thing and it, like i'm reminded of evangelion where it's like if the, oh yeah if the angels touch like eve or whatever Lilith. Lilith. Yep. It was going to be like the end of the world
0: or whatever. The third. You impact, know what? Actually. You're right. I never thought I didn't even put that together, but you're right. There's mm-hmm. absolutely that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I like uh, her little guitar slingshot.
0: Yes, it's great. That's what she pulled out of his forehead was a tiny little flying V guitar.
2: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I didn't, I didn't make that connection. Weird. Oh
0: actually. yeah. Yeah. That was where she, that's, she did that to get a weapon is what she did.
2: Okay. Makes sense. Now as much sense as this show ever makes. <laughs> Uh, she attacks the giant, once a penis, now a robot with, with guns a and gun a hat slinger. wearing a trench coat or something. Some gunslinger. It's, it's, it's a, a streaker.
0: <laughs> I thought it was like supposed to be like a duster, like he's a cowboy. Yeah. I just assumed yeah. he was
1: going to take the coat off and it was going to be just, here's my dick. <laughs>
0: well, he does I mean, take the coat off,
2: but that's not what he... No. <laughs> that's another uh, thing that, that I was assuming was a reference, but I couldn't figure out what it was a reference to. He's definitely wearing a hat, though. Yes. He's wearing
0: a hat, and he's got a giant grin. Was that supposed to be a smile or a bandana? I thought that was Uh, a bandana over his face. Um, hmm, hey. It uh, could be uh, a bandana. Again, I thought he was supposed to be like a cowboy outlaw. Uh,
2: Well, it looks like it has teeth either way. I can see that.
0: I can see the grin.
2: Mamimi and Nauta are on top of the uh, giant robot's giant hat, and she's, like, uh, calling out for Naruto's brother, and that makes him angry. Yep. He finally asserts that he never wants to be called Takun by her again. Yeah, he's gotten,
0: like... I I think he's giving up on her? I think he is. On one hand, I guess it's good he's n- standing up that not being called his brother's name anymore, but he's also being kind of a dick about he everything
1: else. absolutely is being a dick here. Yeah. And I don't condone <laughs> being mean to my Mimi.
0: If it was just straight up, you need to stop calling me my brother's name, because that's not cool, I would yeah. be, on, I'd I mean, be on his side. Sometimes growth involves a dick. Sometimes. Sometimes it does. I was told that in sex ed class.
2: Let's give this monster a hand, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Kati shows up, and this time Nauta willingly gets eaten. <laughs> He's like climbing into its mouth. Yeah. Well, I mean, getting the damn robot. Uh-huh. And then we another action scene of Haruko attacking the giant robot, running along its... Rifle, giant rifle, gun barrel. It's just a real cool action scene they got going here.
0: This had some pretty decent action this episode, certainly.
2: (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it does some really uh, Looney Tunes level uh, dodging moves that I enjoy. Yeah. She's falling and uh, Kanti, Nauta, Atomsk. God, you need to settle on just one name for this sort of thing. Anyway, (laughs) you turn him into the gun form. That we've seen before. and mm-hmm. They shoot the giant, shoot the giant go robot go Boom. Yep. They rescue Mamimi and get, toss her into the truck that the friends are driving. A fun little animated scene. Good place for her. Yeah. She'll be safe there. So, Tomsk fires at the giant robot, which deflects it into a movie uh, signboard for I'm the Hitman 3. I'm pretty sure this is probably a reference to John Woo's A Better Tomorrow, Part 3. Or one or two,
1: I bet you're probably I... right, but I'll have to just yeah, take a shot.
2: I'm the wooey woo woovy woo 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 woo, Woovian? do you smell yes. toast <laughs> i smelled suddenly smelled something a moment ago <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> you ever just suddenly 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 had a an odor come into your nose, and you don't know where it came from or anything. It's just <laughs> it may even be a, it may even be a phantom odor you've <laughs> had phantom
0: odors. <laughs> Occasionally, it's after Brussels sprouts. <laughs> uh, anywho,
2: here we go. The robot is revealed to be a giant hand. And uh, interesting thing I learned watching, again, the director's cut is that the giant hand is the rotoscoped hand of director Kazuya Surumaki, who we know as the guy who actually directed Gurren Lagan.
0: That... Wait, the hand... The, what? Rotoscoping is when they, like, draw over... Yes, a, a real life picture. Yes. So they used his real hand as inspiration for this monster hand. Not even inspiration, model. Like they made, they took pictures of his hand doing the movements and then drew the animation over it, basically. Yeah. I hate this, by the way. I hate the giant hand
1: that has smaller hands on their fingers. I I, it.
0: I hate it. I thought the giant yeah, hand robot it. was kind of cool, actually. I always hate the idea of, like,
1: smaller versions of the thing attached to the thing already. I hate it.
0: It made me think of uh, Gigatron from Beast Wars 2nd? Robots on the Skies? Whatever the hell it was. Whichever version it was. Oh, uh, uh, Machine no, Wars? No, not Machine Wars. I'm thinking Gigatron, the, the tin changer version of Megatron. Like, the purple and black. And it has um... a giant hand as one of its forms. Oh, yeah. I, I recall yeah. that. That's what it made me think of.
1: There's a Pokemon that does that, too, and I don't like <laughs> it. It's like a big dragon thing, and it turns into a giant
2: hand, and I'm like, no, please yeah, stop. so this hand has more hands, and those hands have fingers
0: on a lot of triggers. Yeah, they got lots of guns. A gun in every hand.
1: Uh, the
2: American
0: way. Except the big hand, which is going to apparently move the iron.
2: <laughs>
0: apparently. Anyway, there's a big boom boom. Gotta make a boom boom. That make a boom boom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> stop <laughs> Giant bullet casings fall, and... Hit Amaro and his uh, friend, coworker, oh. whatever, Just destroys the them, and they're watching it as the giant robot heads towards the MM plant. But then, suddenly, out of a Tomsk comes a giant guitar, specifically turns, a Gibson
0: EB Zero from nineteen sixty-one. Because he turns red, so he's and gets the weird symbol on his screen. Yes, I he oh yeah he he he
2: caught. Haruko, in her bunny yes. outfit, and then he got all red faced, and then he came out with the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, now I'm really not sure what Gun Girl is looking at because she's got hearts in her eyes here too. But could be Count or the giant hand. Uh, it's yeah, it's the giant hand. She's pervy. Look at the size of them fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, battle, battle ends. battle ends. Yeah, we we, we yeah, got, a lot of pink, yeah. pink smoke. Fear the pink mist. Yeah, a lot of pink smoke. Fear the pink mist, mm-hmm. as my buddies in Halo always say. Then more vomiting. Then something we do something smashes vomiting. into Dad by the by the riverside. Mm-hmm. Chunka. Then the bullet falls out of the uh, of yes the movie, from the post movie board. Billboard. And then it that bullet turns into Nauta, who is immediately stepped on by Haruko, Haruko who's looking lovingly
0: at a Tomsk. There is definitely somebody who was into that whole stepping scene. Shiatsu Bill. Oh, Shiatsu. for sure. Oh, then we get our evangelion moment, we do.
1: Yeah, where the hand is uh turns to stone, but it's like got a hole through it, like
0: so there's our Jesus reference. Uh, I was thinking um the Eternals. That's what popped into my head too. <laughs> uh th- this this predated the well, well at I'm least the yeah, Eternals. I'm not saying it ripped it off. <laughs> no, it's
1: it's it's absolutely like Christ symbolism. I don't, uh, I don't know, if that's true.
2: Yeah uh, the, the director commentary, yeah, the guy, the commentator just said that it was related to the next episode. So, you know, but his uh, translator said that she thought the same thing.
1: These creators of these shows love themselves from Christ imagery. And that's <laughs> all that was at the end. And like Evangelion, it made no sense. In the yeah. yeah.
2: And that's the end of the episode. Okay. Wow. wow. I'm very excited to edit this one. Uh,
1: it's just uh, it's just another out there episode. Crazy. But, nope, uh, not Evangelion. Oh, you oh said my. it. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, Fooly coolly. Hey, Matt, it's your week. Tell us your thoughts on
2: this episode. Uh, thoughts. Thoughts. Thoughts for this episode. Overall, Overall impressions. Feelings. Yes, feelings. nothing
0: more than
2: feelings. I liked this episode. This uh-huh. episode was wacky in the way that I, in a way that I enjoy. I love referential humor because I love being the guy who goes, "I get that, I get that. <laughs> I don't care what anybody else says. It's a feeling
0: I like." So yeah, <laughs> and you got <laughs> plenty of it today.
2: Plenty of it today. Yes. Yeah. Very. Good experience for me. This episode of Fully cooley, I almost said Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just jonesing for some Evangelion
1: season nine, a rewatch of Evangelion. All right, so bad. uh Yeah, it's a it's an it's an episode. It's better than last week. Last week's episode was terrible. This one at least was goofy in a fairly good way. Was that episode made of
2: paper? Because it was terrible.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, It was... uh, You know, I got a few references. I didn't get a lot of the other ones. The fight scene was pretty fun. It was frenetic. The whole episode made very little sense. I do like the overarching theme of Naoto sort of like maturing... And trying to deal with that, like, go back in time and think about those early years of trying to navigate the world with hormones and some of the stupid things that, you know, we mm-hmm. all did growing up. Maybe not quite to the level, of, thankfully, of, like, Shinji in the in the hospital room. Wait. Uh, oh right yeah, here, no, like, did, you know, no. Just, like,
2: dealing with uh hormones in a different way. Did you guys sp- spend an inordinate amount of times in your bedroom like I did? I mean a decent amount wait wait yeah. was i supposed to was i supposed to go out and like ask people if they like me or something like that <laughs> <laughs> was i supposed to talk to people during my puberty
1: yeah probably i didn't, i forgot to uh, do that yeah uh, well i'm sorry man it's an okay episode it's better than last week it's not as good as the airy episode with the play and the cat ears but it's fine bill what'd you think
0: uh, yeah, I definitely had the action down. It, it was some of the most fun action we've had in quite a while. Um, yeah. Probably probably better so than almost anything in Evangelion. I would agree with that. You know, Not not to the level of Gun Graves' act, good action scenes, but I mean, at least it kind of gets... I suppose it's not great to say, considering we're on episode five of six episodes, but at least it gave <laughs> us some plot, finally. We're starting to realize what might be going on a little bit. <laughs> They're hinting at it. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, if you're going to watch the series, don't skip this episode, but... Don't skip any episode,
2: because you what i see saying. Six that's ten. what I'm getting yeah. at. I guess
0: that's not, that's not a going review, but... <laughs> Knock it out in an
2: evening. Don't drag it out for months like we've had to. <laughs> yeah, this is true.
1: All right, well, that was episode five of the anime, Brittle Bullet. Uh, Next time is Fooly Climax fully Coolimax. it is the sixth episode and final episode of season 1 of fully cooly and i have no idea what to expect cuz i watched the next time on and it was just clips of the first five episodes <laughs> and them being like i bet none of this makes sense and i'm like yeah, uh huh
0: uh-huh.
2: you have some idea what to expect come on
1: i don't i don't know exactly. i'm it's my episode um interested to see where it goes straight to the end credits (laughs) speaking of the end credits it's time for us to get out of here uh thank you so much for joining us thank you too for for hanging out i really appreciate it yep had fun and bill yes you can send us home
0: (laughs) go home bye I'm oh, going go right to bed. I've got a lot of
1: grading to do, but I might go right to bed because my stomach is so full of eggs and ice cream right now.
0: <laughs> this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three white dudes talk about anime. <laughs> really the white, white baby. Like ranch dressing on your pizza white. <laughs> Ugh. Never. And I am the true Pirate King. I'm Bill. I don't know whether I the red or the green jacket is
1: best
2: for me, but I like them both. My name's Andy. <laughs> Again fabulous. And I'll die to prove I love you. I'm Matt. Oh, gentle listener. And with that, (laughs) we will see you next
1: time. Kisses.
0: I've been traumatized.
1: Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Patrons also have access to our brand new series, Tuning In, where we watch the first episode of an anime and give you our first impressions. Special thanks to Brian Nash and Superfan Matt.
0: You are a million years under-evolved, primitive monkey!
1: That's discriminatory language used against underdeveloped planets!
0: (laughs) You can't do that here! Where are my eyebrows? I gotta find my eyebrows! Uh, Where are they? Uh,
2: uh, 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 uh. Small, as usual.